Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is... NFL Draft Eve, a lot of excitement, a lot of trepidation, a lot of nervousness, sugar plums dancing in everybody's head. It is a lot like Christmas Eve for grown men and women out there who are big fans of the NFL and of your favorite team, and we will see what asset they will all be adding. But one thing I can almost guarantee you will end up happening is the woke idiots at ESPN, the usual suspects, are going to steal your joy. Yesterday, Max Kellerman, does a show called First Take. He wanted to let everybody know that he's concerned that white guys could be the first three picks in the NFL draft. That it could, in fact, go white guy, white guy, white guy. And at ESPN, they wanted to make sure that you knew that the NFL is super racist against black quarterbacks. In fact, they published an article that said, as one of the headlines on social media, When it comes to black quarterbacks in particular, the NFL has long gone out of its way to keep the position as white as the painted yard lines on the field. Why do they do this? Why do they race bait? The whole article, by the way, is arguing that Justin Fields is not going to be drafted high enough because he's black. This argument is completely and totally a race-baiting lie. We have had five black quarterbacks 
go number one overall. Think about it. Mike Vick, Jamarcus Russell, Kyler Murray, Cam Newton, Jameis Winston. All five of them number one overall picks at the quarterback position. Jameis Winston went number one overall, even though he had an alleged rape hanging over his head at the time of the draft, and he had been arrested for stealing crab legs in a stupid knucklehead move that made him the laughingstock of much of the college football universe. And yet, NFL teams were convinced that he was such a talented quarterback that they didn't even care about those red flags in his past. The NFL has been straightforward and transparent. They only care, by and large, about whether or not you can help them win games. The only color they care about is green. In fact, speaking of green, the four highest-paid quarterbacks in the history of the NFL are now all black. Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, and Dak Prescott. Those are the four highest paid guys to ever play the quarterback position. I'm not going to argue with you that historically there haven't been issues with black quarterbacks in the NFL. They haven't existed for over a generation now. Most of you listening to me right now, if you were born in the 1980s or the 1990s or the 2000s, the NFL gets America right. It is a capitalistic meritocracy where the best players make the most money. And it doesn't matter what color you are. But I can tell you right now, the usual woke race-baiting crew is setting itself up to be able to argue that if Justin Fields doesn't get drafted highly enough, that it's because of racism. This is what is going to happen. You know it. I know it. Let me just say this, because I I think this is significant. Racism shouldn't happen, right? You should be judged by the overall quality of your work. But if racism actually existed in the NFL at the quarterback position, you would be able to profit off of it by not being racist yourself. If you were an owner, you would be able to draft black quarterbacks at a better value and pay them less money because other people were racist and didn't value their talents and labor as much as you did. That plainly doesn't happen because the four highest paid quarterbacks in the history of the NFL are now black and because we have seen five overall number one picks at the quarterback position be black. That's a significant story of progress in the NFL. But economic and market inefficiencies do exist sometimes. I think Bill Belichick has exploited one of them with white wide receivers. He didn't have to give hardly anything up for Julian Edelman or Wes Welker because the rest of the NFL saw something in race that made them think those guys can't play wide receiver and Bill Belichick saw something and said on the other hand I think they can it's not just those two either Danny Amendola Chris Hogan Belichick exploited a market inefficiency at the wide receiver position and went and grabbed players 
that other teams were convinced were not as good, I think partly based on their race. So if this actually even existed, the intelligent way to discuss it is to take advantage Moneyball style of inefficiencies in the market and use other teams' racism against them to win more often. This would be an incredible story, right? And for those of you who haven't paid attention to Moneyball, that was Billy Bean's analytics assault on the world of Major League Baseball. And essentially, his big, bright, genius idea was what mattered was getting on base, not how you got on base. And that Major League Baseball was systemically undervaluing players who walked. And as a result, if you had players with better on-base percentages, you had a higher chance of being able to win games. But we all were disguised and distracted pursuing home runs and hits, and we didn't think of the walk as being as good of a play as it actually is. But all of this is flawed because they're just focusing on Justin Fields. Trey Lance could still end up going number three overall, And Dub, as we talk to start off the show, the gambling markets are telling us that he's going to be a top six quarterback and Trey Lance has played far fewer games at the quarterback position, certainly against elite competition, than Justin Fields has as well. If picking quarterbacks was easy, everybody would do it. It's not easy to figure out who is going to succeed and who is going to fail. And so ultimately... The challenge is, at every position, to unlock value. There is no racism that is being used against black quarterbacks at this day and age. It is a tired, lazy, old argument, and everyone who makes it should be ridiculed because what they're trying to do when they make that argument is divide all of us as sports fans. Sports is the last great meritocracy in America where we are all treated equally between the lines, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, gay, or straight. No matter where you're from or how much money your parents have, the rules are applied the exact same to you inside of the lines. The NFL is not perfect, but it has created more black millionaires than any business in the history of the world. Think about that for a minute. And think about the woke idiots who are continuing to rip the NFL to the high heavens. When we come back, we're going to be joined by my buddy Chad Withrow at the Outkick 360. Good discussion coming with him. All about the NFL draft and more. Will Kane will join us in the third hour of the program. I appreciate all of you spending your Wednesday morning with us on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Joined now by Chad Withrow with the Outkick 360 as we are rolling through the second hour of the program. 
Withrow, how pumped are you about the NFL draft tomorrow? I, Clay, I'm just pumped for just a huge sporting event. I mean, yeah. we've kind of we're sort of wondering that not this time because we're about to in a, a really good spot. You know, where it's still the baseball season is new. We're going to have NBA and hockey playoffs. You got the draft this week tomorrow. Um, but to have something of this event, I thought the UFC event on Saturday with a packed house was really cool to have some excitement uh, about about an event. And that's the way I feel about the NFL draft uh, tomorrow night is really it's just, you know, I'm, I'm always excited for the draft and to see what happens. But to have a gather around the couch, everyone watch at the same time event uh, is really cool. That's, that's what I'm excited about more than anything is to have something where you look down on Twitter, you go on social media, and everyone's talking about the same thing. And we all happen to be interested in that same thing. I'm more excited about that than anything else. Will you uh, – sorry, let's start here. The big question still remains all the discussion, all the debate. Who do you think the San Francisco 49ers should draft, and who do you think they will draft with their number three pick? I think they're taking Justin Fields. I think we're all being tricked and lulled to sleep, and it's been Justin Fields the whole time. In fact, I bet on Justin Fields to be the pick at plus 695 yesterday when that Mac Jones-Trey Lance report came out. Um, I, I just think it makes too much sense because I really do feel that Justin Fields is the best prospect. I think he's the best prospect outside of Trevor Lawrence. I, I would not draft Zach Wilson second if I were the Jets. Um, but I, I think it's going to be Justin Fields. I, I Call it a hunch, call it whatever you want, but I think there's a lot of, it, a lot of smoke out there about Mac Jones and Trey Lance. I, I think Justin Fields is the pick. For the 49ers, I think that's the smart pick because uh, I, I've watched all these quarterbacks a lot, and I, I don't think there's any doubt that Justin Fields is the second-best quarterback in this draft. So that is a contrary to the, the expectation. Nearly 7-1 to one now, Justin Fields to the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, if that happens, you're getting an incredible value there. What do you think the Atlanta Falcons do it for? So quarterbacks going 1-2-3. Do you think the Atlanta Falcons trade out of that pick, or do you think they stick to their guns and go with maybe the most explosive potential playmaker in this draft in Kyle Pitts? So l- let me ask this to you, Clay, because this is my thought on the, the Julio Jones story, right, that they're taking calls yes. on trading away Julio Jones. To me, that that story is out there and that the Falcons want that story out there, that tells me they're drafting quarterback, that they are trying to acquire pieces – for new head coach Arthur Smith, and they want to draft their future quarterback. That that is not a win-now move, I guess is my point. The win-now move is you draft Kyle Pitts at four, you keep a seasoned quarterback in Matt Ryan, and you're going for broke right now. The build and uh, build a championship team and win later approach is you take calls on Julio Jones, you trade Julio Jones away, you acquire more draft picks, and you draft a quarterback. Uh, at number four, your quarterback of the future, especially, let's say, oh, with Justin Fields from right there in Atlanta, is available at four, and the 49ers pass on him. To me, that's what makes the most sense right now. Uh, but who knows? You know, if they don't get a deal done for Julio Jones, uh, do they just draft Kyle Pitts and the value there and keep Matt Ryan? Sure. I mean, that's, that's a possibility. I really think the Falcons have a number of good possibilities right now as to what they could do. They're in a really good spot. Because uh, I don't think anyone would blame them for holding on to Matt Ryan for a few more years, however long he has left in his career, drafting Kyle Pitts, making that an elite offense, and then worrying about later, later. And they're also in a good spot with a new head coach where they can draft a quarterback. 
uh, with the fourth overall pick. It's, it's not every year you're going to have the fourth overall pick with this many good quarterbacks in the draft. So I'm, I'm fascinated to see what happens. I think that's sort of the first big pivot point of this draft is what the Falcons do it for. Who are you most confident in this guy is going to be a stud, right? Like if the, the, what I love about quarterbacks is everybody is super passionate about it, but almost no one has any clue what's going to happen year to year on quarterbacks, even the most brilliant analysts of football, which you and I certainly are not, but there's tons of them out there and we talk to some of them. They're wrong as much as we are, right? It's basically a coin flip when you take guys from college and project as to who's going to be good in the pro at the quarterback position, other positions are less of coin flips. What to you is a, hey, you can't miss here on this guy. Who would you kind of put whatever dollar figure you need behind that in seven years we're going to be like, yeah, that dude has turned into a stud? Should I take someone that's not Trevor Lawrence because I feel like Trevor Lawrence is the I mean I don't pick. I don't even I don't even that. know that that that's an obvious pick because we've seen so many number one overall picks bail I mean I think you can take Trevor Lawrence for quarterbacks who else outside because I again there's been so many failures at the number one overall pick the stat I like to use is how many guys that have gone number one overall going I think all the way back to uh, 1988 so that is whatever it is like 40 years nearly now uh, of picks 37 whatever the math is 35 uh, how many guys who have gone all the way back to 1988 number one first quarterback taken have won Super Bowls yeah no, it's, 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 it's a fair Aikman, point it's, also it's Aikman though. it's Eli and Peyton and so seven yeah. years from now if Trevor Lawrence does not win a Super Bowl going number one overall he's going to be viewed as a failure that's that's the standard right if you're the first overall pick the expectation is you should win a Super Bowl it doesn't end up panning out that often for quarterbacks I think there's been 21 quarterbacks go number one overall in the last 35 years three of them have won Super Bowls well so I'm going to go off the board uh I wasn't going to go Trevor Lawrence anyways and I do think that um it's odd that there seemingly is no questions about Trevor Lawrence other than you know some fabricated story about him saying that he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder uh, in, in an SI interview. Yeah, he's um, too well Najee Harris. Yeah. I'm, I'm going Najee Harris out of Alabama. He's going to be a late first-round pick. I think he's a slam-dunk star in this league. And I think it's because of his uh, receiving ability out of the backfield. Um, I, I think coming out of college, he's a better player than Derrick Henry. And we've seen what Derrick Henry has done. And Derrick Henry's a different style back. He's not a receiver. I think Najee Harris and what he could bring to a team immediately, uh, he is a slam dunk player in this draft. And the fact that I see him in every draft going to Pittsburgh just makes so much sense. It's amazing how Pittsburgh and Baltimore seemingly every year, whoever they pick, immediately everyone says, oh, that makes sense. That makes That's, sense but, to the Pittsburgh Steelers. That you know why that is? It's amazing to have an identity, by the way. That's, that's, that's what why. it is. They have a culture, yep. and they have an identity. Yeah. And so you can think when you hear a guy – I love that pick, by the way, for uh, for the Steelers. I think you're right. Najee Harris, look, they, they, they have let James Conner go. Uh, their offensive line with the Steelers has not been you know, very productive in terms of being able to run the football, So, which is kind of goes against the lunch pail mindset that historically has been one of the foundational pillars of the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
And plus, that helps Ben Roethlisberger, who suddenly doesn't have to go out and throw for 5,000 yards or whatever the heck it is, to have a more balanced offense. Uh, and he's got the ability to receive out of the backfield. Like, I agree. I mean, that seems like a, a perfect pick for them. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, in a lot of comparisons to Le'Veon Bell, but he's not a malcontent. Yeah. I mean, when you see his game, I mean, look what Le'Veon Bell was able to accomplish in that spurt with the Pittsburgh. Um, I, I love that pick for Pittsburgh. And every mock that I've looked at, I've seen that pop up more times than not with the Steelers. And every time I see it, I think, man, that is a really good pick for Pittsburgh. Yeah. That makes no, perfect sense. And he's going to walk right in there and be a star immediately. So I'm, I'm going Najee Harris. All right. Uh, other big decisions that have to be made. I think the other kind of pivot point is what the Bengals do. Because if they go offensive linemen, they draft Panay Sewell, then that kind of sets a scenario because Slater out of Northwestern and Sewell out of Oregon are considered to be by far the best tackles available. And Slater presumably would go faster than not if the Bengals go that direction. Flip side. There are three elite wide receivers when you look at Jamar Chase, uh, when you look at, uh, at, at Devontae Smith, and also at Jalen Waddell. If the Bengals, as has been rumored and is as favored the case to be uh, right now, if they decided to go with Jamar Chase, uh, Joe Burrow's old teammate from LSU, then you also might similarly see a run happen very quickly on those three top wide receivers. Which direction do you think the Bengals should go? Which direction do you think they will go? So here's what I find fascinating about Cincinnati's pick and what they could do here. We're talking about the choice between two guys who opted out of their season. Yeah, Isn't that a good the point. most Cincinnati thing ever? That, that Cincinnati's going to draft a guy who willingly did not play football uh, this past year? Now, look, it's a business decision. I don't think it's a COVID decision. I think it's a business decision. They COVID was covered. Get ready for the draft. Yeah, COVID yeah, was a good cover, like where people couldn't really absolutely. criticize you if you decided not to play. So I, I get that, and I understand the, the the economics behind that decision. But I'm just going to give you my stance, Clay. If I'm an NFL GM and I've got a first round pick, I'm not taking anyone who opted out. Uh, that's if you're trying to avoid uh, an Isaiah Wilson type situation uh, with the Titans a year ago, someone who just doesn't probably love football. I'm going to go ahead and cross everyone off the list uh, that opted out of this past season. That may sound harsh to some, but that's what I'm doing. And I just find it fascinating that Cincinnati is looking at a choice between Panay Sewell and Jamar Chase, two guys who opted out of their football season. Now think about that. Think about any time we've ever played sports, anyone out there listening, and you had the ability to go out and play with your teammates and play in a season and get excited about something, and you decided – I'm going to make a business decision and not play this sport this year. I'm going to back away from my teammates. I'm not going to do it. I understand that people can get in your ear. I know the money behind it, all of that. I get it. I'm just telling you my stance. I wouldn't draft either one of those guys. If I had to pick, I'm probably going protection, uh, and I'm going with the offensive tackle and Sewell uh, for Joe Burrow. But, man, that is, to me, the most Cincinnati of decisions is that we're talking about two highly talented guys but two guys also that I have big questions about because they decided not to play football this past fall when a lot of other guys that had similar draft potential decided to go out and play football. I, I, I would take issue with that if I'm a GM.
That's a fascinating point that I hadn't even thought about, but it is vintage Bengals to find yourself in that scenario. Uh, we're talking to Chad Withrow, Outkick 360, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 10 Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific. Uh, we met, by the way, a lot of Outkick listeners uh, and a lot of your listeners on the Outkick 360 up in Knoxville. We had a good time, and it felt back to normal in many ways. The orange and white game was going on, a lot of spring college football taking place across the country. And uh, the bars and the restaurants and everything else basically fully open, right? I know it's different in different parts of the country where people are listening. uh, But the state of Tennessee, the state of Florida, the state of Texas, for instance, it's all systems go. Everybody's open. Yeah, you know, the only thing that wasn't fully open was the orange and white game itself. You know, which we were at quite – that's what's funny about it is – you know, there's still regulations around NCAA events or, or school events, but every restaurant we went into, every bar, uh, uh, big thanks to Old City Sports Bar who hosts us. It was packed uh, with a lot of fans there. Uh, you know, going out to dinner, every, everything was fully loaded and packed. It was it was cool to it's, it's sort of like getting ready for the NFL draft tomorrow night. It's so cool to get back to a, a big event or just doing something that's so uh, casual and normal, like you know, going out to a bar on a game day and hanging out with a bunch of people. And we had a chance to do that uh, on Saturday, which, which was a lot of fun. And it's cool to see, uh, you know, these things where you, I, I can't think of one time play other than, you know, the actual event uh, at the stadium where we even thought, you know, that things weren't normal, right? Yeah. Like normal, like that's a big part of things. Then, oh, something's going on. Like, should I, I think there was like one time where you looked at me and were like, why are you putting your mask on outside yeah, yeah. as we're walking in between places? And it's like, man, I've been conditioned to just do this because <laughs> like, I don't know what to do when I've got a mask in my pocket and I'm, and I'm walking around. I was embarrassed um, was to be seen time, with you. I'm going to be honest. We, yeah, no, we were, we ate, we that, ate Petro's, one, Petro's chili and chips. And then we were walking on the street and I turned and you've got your mask on outdoors walking, you know, with I, no one else around us. And I'm like, what, what are you doing? Like, uh, just, I embarrass do, myself. Do your I, genitals look, I, work? I, I, I mean, come on, put your, take your mask off. We're outdoors. Like a, I think they're I'm finally, like a, by the way, going to release information that the mask mandate outdoors is over, which never, by the way, made any sense. Let me just get on a soap, uh, soapbox for a minute here. One of the reasons why I trust the experts, uh, in quotation marks I put it, is so frustrating is science is, especially when it comes to a brand new virus, science is about experiment and testing things to see whether or not uh, something is appropriate or inappropriate. And there were so many frustrating things that happened as a part of covid but one of the most frustrating was the, the media getting obsessed with beaches being open and with outdoor parks being open. And like in Cal- California, for instance, they filled in all the skate parks with sand and they took I can't believe they did this. They literally took the rims off of outdoor parks in California to keep people from going outside and shooting basketball they took down tennis nets like the one place that everybody should have been we now know irrefutably was outdoors and they told everybody you can't go to parks you can't go to the beach you can't play sports outside you can't skateboard all of those things were 100 billion percent wrong 
And yet people have been lecturing, like you saw all those stories. Oh my God, how dare somebody be at the beach? Uh, I remember when I went down to the beach last May, people were like, oh my God, you're going to die. I'm like, no, you're outdoors. Like all of it was so insane. And, uh, and the fact that there are still some people clinging to these absurd rules, which clearly don't apply in any kind of logical way, is infuriating to me still. Uh, all uh, and I agree with you, and all that to say that I embarrass myself by just <laughs> having a physical reaction to put a mask on as we were about to walk in to somewhere else. But I immediately took it off and then ditched the mask uh, for the remainder of the trip because I, I acknowledged uh, state of Tennessee. By, by the way, way that, that, no yeah, mask mandate. That's, that, that's not just a California thing, Clay. They, they, they took rims off of public parks and nets down. And they took rims off uh, in Nashville too. Yes. They yeah. should fire. I mean, listen, I, listen I, to me I right remember, now. I remember reporting the story that they were they were having to go to certain parks because people were gathering to play basketball, and they had to go in and, and take down uh, every rims. every single political figure who took down rims in basketball uh, basketball rims in parks should be fired and forced to go find another job where they don't get to make a living off of taxpayer dollars. Every single one of them should be summarily fired. I wish that I was the governor of a state because I would call in. Well, if I were the governor of the state, I wouldn't have allowed it to happen. But if I I would call them all in, I would fire them and say, you're off the public paycheck. Go find real jobs. You took rims off outdoor public parks to try to protect people from COVID. You are an imbecile. You don't deserve to make a salary here anymore. Fire them. And by the way, I would have done exactly what Ron DeSantis did with teachers too. I would have said, you're either teaching or you're off the public paycheck. Uh, and, and the fact that there still are a lot of schools out there that are not open still has me fired up, too, because it's the dumbest policy decision in my life in the United States that we ever shut down schools for anything more than eight to ten days. You know, Withrow, what the stat is uh, on the percentage? You're under 50. I'm under 50 years old. There's a huge number of listeners out there that are under 50 years old. In fact, that's the vast majority of people who live in the United States. You are more likely, nearly, to be murdered than you were to die of COVID if you got COVID. One in 50,000 people who got COVID actually died of COVID if they were under 50 years old. Suicide is a higher leader leading cause of death for people under 50 than COVID is. Murder is nearly more likely to occur. Think about that from the perspective. You could have an entire football stadium, 50,000 people, 70,000 people, uh, for an NFL game, let's say. Every single person in that stadium could have COVID if they were all under the age of 50 one person in that stadium would die from COVID. That's if every single person in the stadium had it simultaneously. One person, if everybody were under the age of 50, would have died of COVID. That is, in other words, you were under more danger driving to and from work than you were from COVID over the past year if you are under the age of 50. It's insanity. I'm glad that there's scientific data to, to back what I've always believed, and that is that one day I will be murdered. Uh, that's, that's how I'm going to go. Uh, Maybe also killed uh, by I've a shark. Al- I've always felt like 
I've always felt like Clay that murder was much more of a likely death for me than COVID. So it's it, it's, true. it's perfect now that I know. For you in particular, for me, it's certainly. There's yeah. way more people who want to yeah. kill me than COVID does. Like I'm way more likely to get killed by somebody <laughs> than I am COVID. Uh, we're talking we're to both Chad. Way more likely to be murdered yeah. uh, than die of COVID. So this uh, is good now that the science finally backs what we always knew. We're talking, by the way, that's data. We wrote about it at OutKick, but they officially finally put it in the New York Times Sunday edition. Uh, last question for you, um, and this goes to, I know you're a huge movie person, all right? So the Oscars had under 10 million viewers. Taking it back in time, when Titanic won Best Picture back in, I think, 1998, there were nearly 60 million people watching. If they came to you and they said, how do we get people watching the Oscars again as sort of a survey? What would you tell them? Well, one, I would say make better movies uh, and nominate better movies. I mean, I, honestly, I, that, that sounds simplistic, but this is a terrible year for, for movies. Nobody cared about uh, any pandemic, of the movies. There was whatever, no big whatever, rooting was, interest. No one, yeah, no one – absolutely. No one cared about any, any of the movies nominated. So I, I think that's the biggest part of it. Um, I, I would also say just in terms of avoiding the politics of it, that's going to you know alienate a lot of people. Um, make the speeches shorter. <laughs> I don't think anyone, you know, even when I'm, I watch the Oscars. I'm a huge movie guy, like you said. I watch the Oscar for the montages of movies of the year and yeah. different moments. I watch it for when they unveil the uh, the nominees and you get to see the clips. I'm not. I've never watched it for the speeches regardless of, of politics or what's said in the speech. I've just never watched for that. And I'll tell you this, Clay, I, I recorded the Oscars like I do every year. I was watching something else on Sunday night. I recorded. I was, I was planning on going back and watching some of it. And everything I heard about the Oscars and read, and, and not just from OutKick, but everywhere, it was a terrible review. People who love the Oscars and love the, the terrible review of the show and what it looked like and how it went, I haven't watched a second of it. For the first time in my life, I've not watched a single thing. Yeah, I didn't watch Oscars. a single minute of it. I deleted it from my DVR. I've already deleted it. I have no desire to watch it. I've got very little desire to watch. I think I watched Judas and the Black Messiah. That's about it of the movies that were nominated. I think Borat was nominated. I did watch Borat, the, the Borat yeah. sequel. Uh, but that's, that's pretty much it on that. So I just have no desire to watch it. So how do you fix the Oscars? Make better movies. Nominate movies that people actually see. And then that'll get more interest in the Oscars. I think that's right. Uh, Chad Withrow, by the way, we're doing an event, right, uh, tomorrow in downtown Nashville for the NFL draft? Your guess is as good as mine. Let's do it. <laughs> I yeah, I so. thought we were. Yeah. I thought that was official. I, 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 think, I think we are. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's plan it. Let's do it. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the 3 and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks? Coaches? Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Continuing to run through some of the draft drama, and we start off the show talking about something that you've noticed in the gambling markets, Dub, and that there's a pretty substantial dollar amount being wagered on Trey Lance being one of the first six picks. And if that is going to end up happening, uh, and Trey Lance is going to be one of the first six picks, either the Falcons, the Bengals, or the Dolphins would need to draft him. And frankly, none of those three teams seem very likely to do so. Or someone would need to trade up and would be in love with the idea of grabbing Trey Lance. So looking at the markets as to where Trey Lance could end up, it seems like he has passed Justin Fields in terms of the fourth most likely quarterback to come off of the board. And so to me... There are really five teams that kind of stand out as potentially needing a quarterback, particularly a young one, uh, whether that is the Broncos, the Patriots, the Steelers, Washington, or Chicago. Uh, Justin Fields, by the way, the over-under on Justin Fields is right now eight and a half in terms of uh, where he's going to be drafted, and the under is fairly strong there as well. But the Broncos, Patriots, Steelers, Washington, and Chicago – If one of those teams is going to trade up, who do you think is the most likely to trade up, Dub, and end up grabbing Trey Lance early, potentially inside of those top six picks? You know, I want to say the Patriots. I really do because I want to see Bill Belichick do something that he's literally never done before in the post-Tom Brady era. But to me, I think the obvious answer is Denver because we've chronicled their quarterback struggles in drafting them in the first and early on in the draft in the first and second rounds. I mean, this is a team that needs to find a quarterback. I don't think, and I don't buy, that they believe that Drew Locke is their guy. I don't think he's shown enough. Granted, he hasn't really gotten a ton of opportunity, but there's not a whole lot of patience these days in the NFL when it comes to the quarterback position. So if I'm putting money on a team that I think is going to be moving up tomorrow, I think it's Denver, and I think they trade with the Miami Dolphins to get to six after the Bengals take Jamar Chase. Yeah, you know, we talked about this to start the show. That, to me, seems like, and I'm going to give you my top ten. I'll give you my updated top ten. We've been doing it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then you guys will be able to be a part of our mock draft tomorrow. We'll open up the phone lines in the third hour of the show and let you guys sort of fire away with uh, with who your picks are going to be. But to me, as you kind of look at the tea leaves here, I think the Dolphins are signaling that they really wanted Jamar Chase. And if the Bengals truly are going to pass on Panay Sewell and go grab a wide receiver, I don't think that there's going to be somebody who's willing to trade up. Let me just say this to the Falcons. And I think the Dolphins are going to be sitting there at six and they're going to say, okay, we could take Jalen Waddell. We could take Devontae Smith. We could take Panay Sewell. Or we could take Slater out of uh, Northwestern. All four of those guys are good fits for us. If we add an extra pick and drop back to where the Denver Broncos are at nine, 
we are confident because the Broncos are going to take a quarterback. That would mean seven and eight can take whoever they want. But then you're sitting knowing that at least two of the four guys that you may have relatively equal on your draft board are still available for you there at nine. And instead of taking that player at six, you're adding an extra draft pick, picking up a little bit of value, moving back. It's not as if you regularly play the Denver Broncos if they are the team that's trading up. So if Trey Lance ends up being a stellar player in the years ahead, you don't have to worry about the fact that you're going to be playing him twice a year or anything like that. To me, this is the most likely draft drama that could happen in the top six. And again, I don't think there's going to be a necessity for somebody to come up and grab that four or five pick. I just don't see anybody needing to do that because I think Kyle Pitts is going to go four, and I think you can call the bluff on Atlanta for anybody them taking anybody else. Clearly, the Bengals leaning towards Jamar Chase according to the numbers right now. Uh, but if they are, in fact, leaning towards Jamar Chase, uh, then there's not going to be that option for Miami. And remember, this is where Devontae uh, Smith could be hurt a little bit. He came out and said that he thought Mac Jones was a better quarterback than Tua. That puts him in a little bit of an awkward spot if the Dolphins were going to end up drafting him, right? Because then he's got to go in the locker room and be like, remember when I said Mac Jones a lot better quarterback than you? I didn't mean it. I'm excited now to be a member of the Miami Dolphins. And I think they like Jalen Waddell, but if you look at the uh, seven, eight picks, I'm not sure the, the Lions or the Panthers are going to go wide receiver. So I think the Dolphins could trade back to nine and still get the exact same guy that they uh, that they already liked. So I think that is one of the top dramatic stories to follow all right as we move forward third hour of the show will kane is going to join us i'm going to do my outkick top 10 we got a lot of awesome stuff coming your way appreciate all of you hanging out with us this is outkick on fox sports radio fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.